Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University. I am your professor, Jim Cermak, and today's class is Goal Setting 101. Setting goals for any part of your business is important, and for trade shows, it's critical. You know, if you don't have goals, you're never going to know if a show is a success or not. So today, we're going to talk all about how to set the right goals for your next show. So grab your notebook, because class is in session. I am so glad you are listening today at Trade Show University because this is a critical, critical topic about setting goals. When you're going to a trade show, you got to have those goals set or else you're going to end up with results that you really don't want. So many businesses I have talked with or worked with in the past have gone to shows without any specific goals. You know, they'd say to me stuff like, hey, we're going to get leads, as many leads as we can get, or we need to see our customers, or we got to be there because our competitors are there. It's almost like just going because your competitors are there is justification enough to spend several thousand or even tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars on a show. If that's the only reason you're going, then you can find more effective ways to spend that kind of money. You know, let me tell you something. If you and all your competitors are at a show that doesn't have anyone attending, you all wasted your money. It doesn't matter who's there. What you need to be thinking is we're going because a good amount of our potential customers are going to be there. You know, it's all about ROI. It's all about getting massive results. It's got to make sense that you're at this show. But we're going to talk about choosing the right shows in a whole other episode because that's a topic all in itself. But for now, let's make the assumption that the next show you're going to is the perfect show for your company. And now it's time to set goals. You know, when think about setting goals, I think about a quote from writer Stephen Kellogg. He says, it's better to be at the bottom of the ladder you want to climb than at the top of the one that you don't. And think about it. When you're going to your show, if you haven't had goals, you might be going down a road that you don't want to go down. Or you might be getting results that don't really matter. It's going to be like being on that top of that ladder that you really don't want to be on. Okay? You know, like I said at the beginning of uh, this class, if you don't have goals, you're never going to know if a show is a success or not. If you came back from a show with 20 new leads or $20,000 in new orders or whatever it is that you're tracking and hoping to get, what does that mean? Is it good or is it bad? You might be thrilled with your results, but unless you took the time before the show to strategize and figure out exactly what your goal should be, you'll never know if it was a success or not. Think about it this way. 
everything that you do to prepare and plan for a show, and that includes everything, uh, designing your booth, ordering all your giveaways, figuring out your staffing, everything. It's all to help you reach your goals. You know as well as I do that you probably spend far more time doing all that other stuff than you do setting your goals. So today we're going to make sure that is our sole focus. We're going to talk all about how to set the right goals. But first, I got to share something with you that happened while I'm planning for this class on goals. My daughter came up to me and said, hey, dad, why don't you get a Fitbit? You see, I'm the only one in my house that doesn't have a Fitbit or something similar. You know, these things are so flipping popular. It seems like about three quarters of the people that I know wear a Fitbit or a smartwatch or something that tracks their steps. You know, take a look at your wrist right now. You're probably looking right at a Fitbit or something like it. You know, why are they so popular? The main reason I was thinking about this, main reason most people wear Fitbits is to track the number of steps they take. How important is it to know how many steps you take? You know, in and of itself, it's really not all that important. It all comes in context. You know, if I said I walked 10,000 steps today, some people would think, oh my gosh, that's a lot of steps. And others are going to think, shoot, I get that many before lunch. It still really doesn't mean a thing to me unless I know how many I normally do. Now, here's the key benefits that a Fitbit provides. First, it sets a baseline to beat. And then it also is good for awareness and for accountability. People just want to get better themselves. They want to keep improving. They want to get in better shape. And thanks to Fitbit step challenges, that's a whole other thing. It's one thing to have a Fitbit, but there's these step challenges, if you've ever heard of these things. It allows you to challenge other people that also have Fitbits on how many steps you're going to take. Thanks to these things, you get people that want to beat other people on, on how many steps. I've seen mild-mannered introverts turn into competitive monsters when it comes to step challenges. You know, people who are normally in bed by 10 o'clock are walking up and down their driveway at 10.30 just to hit a goal or beat someone in their step challenge. Now it's time to take on that next show like you have a Fitbit challenge. So first, you need that trade show baseline. What did you do at the show last year? Or maybe at the last show you were at? How many leads did you get? How many sales? How many new customers? What is your metric? Whatever your key metric is, whatever your measurement is, that needs to be your baseline. And if you don't have a baseline, you'll never know if a show is a success or not. Your sales reps might come back from a show with 20 leads thinking it was a huge success. You may have had 30 last year, but if you didn't know that you had 30 last year, and all of a sudden you have 20 and you have people saying that was great, you really had a 33% decline. You're really fooling yourself to think you had a successful show. You could really be going in the wrong direction. But guess what? You'll never be able to set good goals until you get a baseline. So to get that solid baseline, I recommend using the SMART goals technique. SMART is an acronym. It stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relatable, and time-based. Now, we're going to go through these one at a time, so get your notebook because this is some really, really great stuff. Now, before we explore each letter of SMART and SMART goals, let's take a look at our Fitbit one more time. Let's see how it stacks up with SMART goals. Number one, is your Fitbit goal specific? Say your Fitbit goal is 10,000 steps a day. I'd say that's very specific. Now, how about measurable? Yes, it's definitely measurable. Is it achievable? Now, that depends on you, but you can easily determine if it's achievable or not because you set the goal. Next, is it relevant? If your goal is to become more active or maybe uh, lose some weight, then it sure is relevant. 
Finally, is it time-based? You got to get it done in one day because that's how Fitbit works. Now that's time-based, done in one day. So there you go. That Fitbit has smart goals built right in. But how about your trade shows? Do they have smart goals built right in? We got to make sure they do. So now let's take a deeper dive into the details of each letter of smart. All right, start with the letter S. The letter S in SMART stands for specific. This is the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. To determine what goals you should set, you need to figure out what success looks like. What exactly should you measure? And depending on the type of business you have, it's going to be different. Say, for example, you have a, uh, a packaged food business or some sort of a product business then maybe at the show you're writing orders. Your goal might be the number of orders you take or the number of sales dollars sold right there at the show. Or maybe if you're a contractor or consultant, maybe it's the number of appointments that you book. If you have a software or maybe a service business, it might be the number of demos that you have scheduled. Maybe you have a high ticket item or something that involves a really lengthy sales cycle. You might be just there looking to capture qualified leads you can contact after the show. So really, really think about your business. What should you be measuring? Maybe in the past you just measured the number of business cards you collected when you were giving away an iPad or something, when really what you should have been doing is measuring the number of demos you scheduled because that can cut out an entire step of the sales process right at the show and get you to success faster. Then you won't be spinning your wheels after the show trying to track down these leads. Really give this some thought. There's a lot of other things you could also measure, you know, things like uh, maybe there's specific customers, you know, that might be attending the show. You want to engage with those people. So make a list of those customers. Many shows list on their websites all the exhibitors for the show. Take a look through that exhibitor list. See who can be a good partner or vendor for you. Make a list. Write it down. And then when you're at the show, check them off. Make sure you get to all those people. And while you're looking at the exhibitor list, also make note of any competitors who might be there. Look, if you're going to a specific show or you're exhibiting at a specific show, odds are your competitors are going to be there too. Take pictures of their booths. Grab their literature. There's nothing like a show to be able to do some great competitor research. You can do your entire industry in one show. But the key to all these goals, you got to be specific. And you can also have some team goals as well as individual goals, but they got to be specific. So if you have a goal of writing 50 orders and you have five people working the show, I'll just use some easy numbers here, then each person should have that goal of writing 10 orders at the show. Push them. Make them strive to hit those goals. You know, I hope your wheels are starting to turn. Hope you're getting some new thoughts about what, uh, what you can do at the show. So we are just getting started. That's only the first letter. So let's go on to the letter M. The letter M stands for measurable. You have to be able to actually measure your goal so when you get back, you know if you've had success. Here's some things I have heard over the years. Maybe some of these will sound familiar to you. Well, I know one of my really good customers are going to be there at the show, so I need to go and meet with them. And that's not a good measurable goal. You don't need a trade show to do that. You can, you can just get in your car and go visit your customer or hop on a plane. You know, how about build relationships? There's no real way to measure that either. You know what's measurable? Numbers. Numbers are measurable. Things like 25 new qualified leads or writing $40,000 in orders or scheduling 30 demos or getting the name of the decision maker at a list of 10 key prospects. These are all measurable. So go back to the first part where we identified specific goals. If they aren't something that can be definitively measured, maybe have a number next to it, you might want to rethink your goal. 
not everything has to have a number attached to it, but numbers are a great way to measure. You know, at the end of the day, though, it's all about ROI. If nothing else, you need to figure out what you need to do to at least break even for your show. Know every dollar you're investing and make sure your goals will meet or exceed that number. And hey, if you've never done a show before, or maybe you've never done this show before, or you've never tracked your results before, then you're going to have to make some good educated guesses. Take your time going through this process. Gather your team together. Think these things through and come up with a great baseline. So if your goal is sales dollars, you know, that's an easy one to figure out there right there at the show. But if your goal is new leads, then you need to figure out for ROI, what is each new lead worth to your company? And that means you got to know how to turn leads into sales. So for example, how many leads do you go through before you get an appointment? And then how many appointments before you actually write a quote? And then how many quotes before one turns into an order? And then what's the average size order? Whatever it is for your company, you've got to understand the sales process and how every action you take at a show turns into dollars. Look, goal setting is not easy, but understand it is totally worth it. Now, to help you out, I have created a smart goal setting worksheet specifically for trade shows, and it's completely free if you listen all the way through to the end of this episode. Little bribe for you. Listen all the way through. Again, it's designed just for trade shows. It's going to help you navigate all the way through this process. All right, let's move on to the next letter, the letter A. The letter A in SMART is for achievable. Is your goal actually achievable? You know, it's great to set high goals. In fact, I'd always err on the side of setting higher goals versus lower goals. It's good to reach. But are you setting the bar so high that you can't possibly reach it? You know, if your goals are high, two things are going to happen. Either you're going to push yourself and your team to work harder to reach those goals, or you're going to give up partway through the show because you know you'll never hit them. You, know, you need goals that are actually going to motivate you, not demotivate. And if your goals are not achievable, there's a good chance that they will demotivate you and your team. But the flip side's also true. You also don't want to set your goals too low just because you wanted to make sure you hit those goals. You know what I'm saying? You don't want your booth staff taking off halfway through the show just because they hit their goals already. I've heard someone say this one time, you know, why are there afternoon movie matinees? It's for salespeople who have already hit their goals. So make sure that's not your team at your next show, that they just kind of take off and tune out because you're going to be losing the possibility of reaching your true potential. So think about your business and your specific and measurable goals. What else do they require to be hit? Are they achievable? Make sure they are. An extra bonus for you today, I'm going to throw in a bonus A. And the second A is for accountable. Do you want to make sure you hit all your goals? Then tell people about them. Make sure your company leaders and your boss get a list of all the goals you're trying to achieve at the show. Having done this before... You know, I know it's kind of a pain in the butt having to face them, having to face your boss, having to face the president of the company, whoever it is. But if you know at the show that you're going to have to do this, you will be laser focused while you're there to be sure to do everything you can to hit those goals. And if you're the business owner, tell your employees, tell your team. If you have a great team around you, believe me, they will push you and they will hold you accountable. So no matter who you are, Tell the right people your goals and add that level of accountability you need to make sure you stay focused and to give yourself that extra push to reach those goals. Moving on to letter R. R is for relevant. Are your goals relevant? 
Or in other words, do they make sense? (laughs) For example, having a goal for taking pre-orders on a brand new, innovative piece of equipment that costs $80,000, that might not be the best goal. You might not want to be taking orders on something like that. However, maybe you want to have a goal to set demo appointments or maybe gather qualified leads. That might be a better way to go. Now think about these other things too. Do they match your marketing strategy? If you're trying to get email addresses but have never used email as a marketing tool, maybe that's not the best way to go about it unless you have a solid plan in place to utilize those email addresses when you get back. And also make sure the marketing messaging the displays, the literature, everything in your booth is leading people to your goal. If you have a goal of capturing info for decision makers, then give your staff, the people in your booth, a way to do it. Whether that's on paper or by scanning badges or to set up a kiosk with an iPad for people to complete some info. Or maybe just have one person dedicated to this task. It's worth it. It's worth to have that one person dedicated to something like that if it's going to help you reach your goals. Or how about this? Do the goals line up with overall company goals? It's important to know. If your company has a main goal of growing a new service offering or launching a new product or going into a new market and all your materials are for existing core offerings, then you got to rethink your goals or maybe even better, prepare appropriately. Make sure you are in line with your overall company goals. Also, is your goal relevant to the people staffing your booth? For example, if you have a sales goal, make sure you have your top salespeople in the booth and not maybe only a team of engineers. But on the other hand, if your goal is to give 40 demos of your new product, then maybe your engineers are perfect people to have in the booth. The bottom line is this. Make sure you're staffed correctly for your goals so that the goals are relevant to the people in your booth. All right, coming down the home stretch, we're on to the letter T. The letter T in SMART is for time-based. Your goals have to have a time limit and also be timely. Obviously, your goals at the show have a built-in time limit of getting done right there at the show, like maybe uh, capturing a number of qualified leads or something like that. But for many others, time needs to be a major consideration. So let's break it down. Let's talk first about pre-show goals. You know, if you're going to do some pre-show marketing, for example, make sure you have the timing right for maximum effectiveness. Sending out social media posts to have people stop by your booth, you know, you just can't make it so early that the show isn't even on the radar yet and they get then forget about it. Have a goal to send a series of these in about two to three weeks leading right up to the show. And the beauty of social media is that it's real time. So you could send these out right as the show starts, even during the show. People will get social media posts to stop by your booth because you're doing a giveaway, you're doing a special promotion, whatever it is, might bring people in that hadn't seen anything up to that point. But now they got it and they're getting ready to walk past your booth and all of a sudden they get your post. But let's say your pre-show marketing includes sending out postcards or mailers prior to the show. Make sure you've planned enough time to get them printed, get them mailed. I can't tell you how many times I've come back from a show and I see on my desk a stack of mailers from exhibitors that were just at that show inviting me to go to their booth. You know, don't be late or you just have thrown good money out the window. All right, so how about some goals during the show? Again, talking about social media, get those social media posts, send out email blasts during the show, or is there something you could do at the show to have an event that you're sponsoring, sponsoring a lunch and something there at the show. Make sure you have those goals of what you want to accomplish right there at the show that are on top of the overall goals. 
And then after the show, the main thing you should be focused on is following up. When will you start your follow-up? You know, there's a sweet spot here. You want to be fairly quick with your follow-ups, but not so quick. You know, there have literally been shows that I have attended where I start getting follow-up emails while I'm still there at the show. (laughs) Way too soon. Maybe that works for some people, but I think it's just way too soon. Give your prospects the time to get back to the office, get back into the swing of the work week. You know, three to five business days after a show can maybe be a great time. People have gotten back to work, but they still remember you. They still remember the impression that you made. But anything going well beyond that, now it's starting to get too late. The memory starts failing. You've got people that have come to a show with hundreds of exhibitors possibly. You know, I've gotten emails and phone calls following up two to four weeks after a large show, and I really have a hard time remembering who the company is at times. Also, when will you have your follow-ups completed? Set a goal. Stick to it. Don't let these drag out. Obviously, this depends on the method of following up. So if you're using email, social media, that's going to be a lot quicker. But if you're doing phone calling as a follow-up, those can drag out. Make sure you are quick, that you're timely in getting those done. So just be sure to set that goal to follow up and then do it. Stick to it. The magic behind setting all these goals is this. What gets measured gets accomplished. If you don't have the goals, it won't get measured. So please take the time, set these goals, because what gets measured gets accomplished. Remember that. Okay, let's wrap up. Here's the key points you need to take away from today's class on goal setting 101. Number one, to set good goals, you have to have a baseline. If this is your first show ever, if you just don't know, you got to make some really good educated guesses. Number two, attack your show goals like a Fitbit challenge. Be focused and go after them. Number three, set smart goals. Be specific, measurable, achievable. Don't forget accountable. That's second A. Relevant and time-based. So that wraps it up. All these key points can be found in the show notes. That was just a ton of information, a ton, and I know it was, but hopefully this is definitely worth it because setting goals is just that important. And I mentioned earlier, I had a bonus for you. I need you to go over to our website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshowtheletteru.biz. Sign up for our email list, and I'm going to send you our SMART Goals Worksheet. It's going to take you step-by-step through setting your goals so you can achieve success and maximize your ROI. And it's made specifically for trade show planners. So that's it for today's class on Goal Setting 101. We'll see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed. 